Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us. We are glad you are starting your week off here with us on KLZ 560. And we're going to kick today's show off with our good friend Mike Slinkard from Hex. You've heard Mike on the show here now for a year and a half or so, a couple of years. So uh, certainly glad to have you back on, Mike. How are you, sir? Great, Scott. How are you? I'm good. Man, does it seem like Christmas and New Year's was already like three months ago? Man. I'll tell you what, my, my, my parents used to say that the, your time just get, goes faster as you get older, and I didn't used to believe it, but you know what? Man, <laughs> they're exactly that, that, right. they are 100% exactly. truthful, absolutely. Well, again, the website is hexllc.com. That's H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com. And, uh, Mike, I kind of went through your website a little bit this morning before our show and uh, went through, so I noticed you got some new products out in your adventure wear. We do. Yeah, we do. So uh, one of the new things that we brought out this year was what we call our adventure wear. Uh, We actually made it um, with our uh, our wildlife crowd in mind originally, but, uh, you know, a lot of the hunters are wearing it too. It's not a camo, you know, a visual camo type piece, but Mm -hmm. it's a... It's a very nice pant shirt system, um, so you got you know your hex on top and bottom, and and you know gives you all the benefits of hex, but uh, a little more stylish. Uh, I mean, you could wear it out on safari or you know into the restaurant if you wanted to. It looks good either way. So uh, so yeah, a little bit of a different uh, twist for us, but uh, yeah, so far everybody's liking them a lot. Yeah, bet. And I tell you, anytime something comes out for women, uh, in which we are getting a lot more females and archery hunting, period, uh, man, I'm sure that's going to be a big hit for you. Yeah, I mean, we, we get a lot of requests for, you know, female-specific uh, garments. And these are outerwear, which, you know, for us, we don't haven't done a lot of outerwear yet. So uh, when we went to an outerwear piece, it was obvious that we needed to make, you know, something for the gals out there as well. So uh, so it's actually, yeah, it's a fitted piece uh, specifically for the ladies, too. So we've got it everything. Oh, cool. And I tell you, I think this is a big hit for you. Your um, hooded system, and uh, boy, the new piece that came out recently that I got, man, I tell you, I love that thing. My wife's like, do you have to wear that all the time? And I, said, I said, well, hey, it keeps people from knowing I'm around. No, but uh, no, I'm yeah. t- it, it's so comfortable, and I mean, it, and it's cool looking, and you know, and um, but kind of walk through, you've got, I guess, three different type designs, I guess we'll call it, with the hooded mm-hmm. system. So kind of walk us through those. Sure. So uh, the hooded system actually has been a huge hit for us. It's again, it's one of our. We're kind of venturing into that outerwear uh, piece or that outerwear segment a little bit more. And and the hooded system has been a big hit for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's super comfortable. You know, it's a it's sort of that mid weight uh, sweatshirt type weather sort of a sort of a garment. But uh, the big thing is it's got that uh, integrated face mask. Man, I'm telling you. Loving that one. Yeah. I, I love it. You know, I, that's about the only thing I hunt in now is that, just because that, that face mask, you can keep it down around your neck. If You know, when you're getting in a situation you need, you can pop it up, and it's always there, and you aren't losing it. So that's a, a big plus with the, with the shirt. And we're pairing that with our base layer, um, our base layer pant right now. So it's an underwear pant. Kind of like a long underwear that mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, you know, we're we're hoping to have a, an outerwear pant here at some point as well. Um, it's a little more of a 
of a technical uh, build for us, and so we want to make sure our sizing is right and that kind of thing. But um, hopefully we'll have that out soon. But right now this hooded system we have, is it's, it's going very well. Everybody's loving it. Absolutely. So you've got your, your Forest Brown, which which I think that's really cool. Then you've got another one you call the Anywhere Hooded System, and then the Hex-style Green Hooded System. So um, what are you finding that people, you know, like about either the, the Anywhere one or the Green Hooded? Are those different uses or? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so you know, we, we uh, came out with our own camo pattern called Hex-style this year. Um, so the two hextile patterns that we have currently are, are hextile, hextile anywhere, which, um, as you might uh, think, uh, you know, that's it's kind of an all-purpose camo. It's going to blend in in a lot of different places. And then we got our hextile green, and we had, you know, the the guys in the south or you know any place, even even here on the extreme west coast, where you know the the predominant color is a green so it's a it's a darker more of a green mm-hmm. um, anywhere has a little more gray in it and then the other option is our two-tone which is not a camo it's just a, a green and tan again we we designed that with our with our uh, wildlife customer in mind that may not like the camo but again the hunters a lot of the hunters are really liking it too again it's one that you could wear out to dinner or whatever so sure. uh, so yeah that's that's the the main uh, the main differences as far as the hooded shirt systems go Okay, again, Mike Slinkerter is our guest. Hex is the company. That's H-E-C-S, the website, hexllc.com. If you'll put in the promo code Scott KLZ, Mike's been kind enough to give us a $35 discount off of your Hex system, and that is a great discount and the largest discount that you will see uh, just about anywhere, Mike says. So, hey, we appreciate that. And, uh Mike, I tell you, you know, when you look at all that you um, invest, when you you go for a hunt, you do all these different things, man, to me, this is the one piece that so many people are missing. Because as I go through stories now with guys and talking about, I'm saying like, hey, when's the last time you were in that situation? Everything you think is right. Here comes the animal. All of a sudden they stop. They get that six inch you're there and they're gone. I mean, if you've hunted anytime that's happened to you right <laughs> yeah yeah well I, like i say it's one of those things that every hunter's seen and almost every hunter will admit to too really that sure it's just when when that animal you've got everything in your favor but he just knows something's there or you know even on the hunts that turn out successful a lot of times you can watch that body language change when they get yeah. into a certain range they're just not as calm. They're looking around. They're just, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, the old adage, you know, take the first good shot you get because it might be the only one. And that's the reason <laughs> yeah. because, you know, we know that those encounters are short and fleeting. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that our technology really helps with. And it's something that a lot of people didn't understand. But science has actually came around really and and, and backing us up on this, too, which is kind of a cool thing. Um, you know, but the electrical field that our body creates is really what our what our suit blocks. And, and you know, that's a major thing. If you think about it, elect, elect, you know, the electrical fields, every living being is an electrical field. And, you know, electromagnetism is one of the four basic elements of the universe. So, it's it's always kind of I kind of chuckle at these guys who say oh it can't be that well gosh everything's electric like absolutely it so it kind of makes sense when you think about it mm-hmm. so. and you've got man I was watching a great video this morning there uh, gentleman there that you got on there about how it works explaining and he he's showing you know your the big meter thing that you've got and then you know putting just a regular cam over it and then putting the hex over it and son I mean there is nothing when you've got the hex covering you. 
Yeah, we're we're blocking about ninety eight percent of the of the field that's coming out of your body, and you know the ma- biggest thing is you got to change that. Science calls it your bioelectric signature, and you've got to change that and alter it away from you know what a you know what a, a big living being is like all of us, and and if you can change that electrical signature and and make it you know either non-existent or certainly much much different than what a what an animal is going to react to then that's really the basis of our of our whole technology sure absolutely so once again i invite you to go to hex llc.com h-e-c-s llc.com you can watch that video so maybe hard to for you to comprehend kind of what we're talking about but i'm telling you they have a great video there that explains it and i am telling you firsthand i've seen this work now for about a year and a half and i'm telling you this is something you do not want to go hunting without and uh, if you'll put in the promo code scott klz again you'll get 35 dollars off of your hex system Hey, Mike, then you've got kind of your, I guess, your traditional or maybe what you came out with sort of at first, the hex-style green um, system, and you get the shirt and the pant and the head cover. Um, then you've got the high-performance base layer, so kind of walk us through those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so the, the our basic system is our, what we call our lightweight system, our, you know, and it's our basic. They come in both of our camo patterns. Um, we do have sizes from 2X two, two or small all the way through 5X in that one, and it's a really lightweight um, pretty pretty generous cut kind of thing, um, so you can wear it over or under, and that's important to know. You don't have to wear hex on the outside. You can wear it underneath as well, uh, and as long as you're blocking that electric field, that's, that's all that really matters. Um, so that's a really versatile piece. You can re- use it in any hunting situation, whether it's warm or cold or whatever. You just kind of layer it in with your other clothing. And then our base layer system is just that. It's a high-performance base layer, so it would do everything that a good base layer system does, wicks moisture away from your body, you know, helps keep you dry and all that, but it also has hex technology in as well. So, you know, just a couple of options. Um, you know, anybody that's kind of followed us realize that we've, we've kind of kept our line pretty simple mm-hmm. and, you know, just now starting to get into the outerwear stuff. But, uh, you know, as long as you're blocking that field, you're going to see the difference, and that's the main thing. So, um, you know, that's the biggest difference. And, you know, we were talking about videos um, as well. And, uh, you know, I, I just let everybody know on our YouTube page, uh, Hex Tell Screen YouTube page, I just added about 25, I think, brand new videos from this last year. So wow. a lot of cool new stuff up there now to look at and uh, really see the Hex advantage and see, you know, what it does in the field. So. Right. And you'll just not see this from Mike, folks. You'll see people from all over the world wearing Hex and showing you videos and giving you testimonials. So highly recommend you follow them on all their social media as well. And, um uh, and Mike, man, great things too. I mean, just a couple other accessory pieces you've got. Um, you know, you got the gloves, of course, the head cover, hat, socks, and and I've said this every time you're on, but man, you spoil me with those socks. I'm gonna have to buy some from you when I see you in Salt Lake, because man, those those socks are super comfortable, and we all know, man, having your feet right is a big start to a success, you know, a comfortable hunt. Yeah, well, so we with a sock. I mean, you know. Being an avid hunter and, you know, out west, you know, we put the miles on, so it's important to have a sock that, that not only does what Hex does, but also does what a sock's supposed to do. Sure. <laughs> Nobody's going to wear it if it doesn't do that. So, yeah, we're pretty high-quality sock. Um, our gloves are, you know, they're a kind of a stretchy material. They're pretty lightweight. Um, again, you can wear them under an insulated glove or, you know, if, if you're not, 
you know, in the cold condition, wear them all the time because they do make a big difference. Uh, we also have our a couple of different face coverings. We have our basic head net, which comes with every hex system, you know, our, our original and our base layer. But we also have what we call our multi-rag, which is a, it's a, a, a piece that goes around your neck. You can pull it up as a face net. You can actually make it into a beanie. You can do all kinds of stuff with that. Okay. So uh, just, just some other options of, you know, how people like to, like to wear their hacks and make sure that the main thing is that people realize that they have to cover as much as possible. And that's, that's really important is, you know, cover as much as, as, as you can and you're going to see the best benefits. So, right. You know, and I had a gentleman, you got to wear it the right I, way. Yeah. I had a gentleman the other day I was wearing the hooded piece we were talking about earlier, the Forrest Brown one. And he asked me, does it have a kind of a lifespan or number of washings, different things? So what's kind of the recommendation on, on replacement? Cause I know on your website, you've got some individual, individual replacement uh, components that people can get so what's kind of the lifespan yeah so you know this all kind of depends on how you take care of it if you take care of it right you know it doesn't have any special washing you know instructions i usually like to wash it in cold uh use any regular hunting detergents on it um that kind of thing um and you know most people are getting four or five years out of them yeah it's, okay. again if you wear it every single day it's going to wear out faster than if you wear it you know, just when you go hunting, you know, sure. that, that kind of thing. Um, one thing that I will kind of tell people about is, you know, ozone dry wash systems. Um, Scent Crusher is probably the most famous one that are, is actually forcing ozone through your fabric. You want to stay away from those with hex because ozone is detrimental on carbon, and carbon yarn is what actually makes hex work. Okay, so, good uh, point. So that's the one thing for people to, people to keep in mind. Keep them out of your scent crushers and that kind of thing. Um, but uh, anything else, um, you know, they take care of them just like any other hunting gear. And uh, like I say you get pretty good life most people are seeing five years. I've, I've got some guys that have, have, have had the original that we put out in 2010 and still using it. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. And also, folks, hey, got that person that's hard to buy for? Hey, get them a Hex gift card. That's very easy to do right there on the website. Again, it's H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com. And um, you can get your gift cards there. You can take a look at all these different products we've talked about. You can watch some of the videos, follow Mike on, on social media and Hex. And that, that's called Hex Stealth Screen on your YouTube? Yeah, correct. Stealth okay. Screen. So that's uh, one of our kind of one of our brand names okay yeah so you can follow them there as well and mike we, we were talking before we came on air here uh you got some busy weeks coming up tell us where you'll be <laughs> I, I do i mean without any kind of show schedule in the last uh you know well, some in 2020 most of them were canceled and none in 2021 we're really looking forward to getting back out and meeting everybody. So um, we have a booth out in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania, at the NRA show. That's uh, touted as the biggest sports show in the world. Uh, so we're making our debut appearance out there, a nine-day long one. Um, also, I will be, I'll be out in Harrisburg personally for the first two days, and then I'm coming back, and then I'm going to be doing the, the Western Hunting Expo in Salt Lake. Okay. As, and then the following week, we're going to be out in Nashville at the NWTF convention. So pretty busy week for our pretty busy month i guess right. for us in february and then uh, you know we have we have hex booths at all the isc shows um as well as a whole bunch of the other ones actually i think you can see our whole uh whole show schedule on on our website as well but uh 
I personally make as many of those as I can. Um, and then I got a guy named Dave Sita who does the rest of them for us. And Dave is super, super knowledgeable about hacks and does real well with us too. All so. right. Well, great. Well, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you out in Salt Lake. And then of course, getting you here for Denver, uh, being our show moved here to late March, but man, it'll be great to have you out here in Denver too. So, Mike, I appreciate it. And, man, thanks for all you do for us. And, uh, man, we're going to look forward to uh, getting with you there in Salt Lake and talking some more hex and selling some more product and helping some more people get closer because that's what this does. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's all about right there. And, And, you know, we love meeting everybody. And, you know, come out, see the meter. You can actually measure your own electrical signature with our meters there in the booth. So that's kind of fun. Um, you know, anybody that might be skeptical a little bit of what uh, what what it does, um, you know, what you go out there and, and see us in person. I, I think you're probably going to end up uh, with a hex with some hex gear next fall. So I guarantee you. All right, folks. Once again, the website hexllc.com. H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com. Use the promo code Scott K-L-Z. Thirty-five off your hex system but go on and watch some of the videos look at all the products and i'm telling you this is a must-have to get you closer to your animals get you that perfect shot mike talked about and mike we'll look forward to our next visit sir all right thanks scott and i hope everybody out there has a, a fine rest of your day all right thank you sir that is mike slinkard once again with hex hexllc.com promo code scott klz order now you're listening to sportsman of colorado we'll be right back klz's personal injury attorney kevin flesh of flesh and beck law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you he handles both criminal and civil cases most attorneys only do one or the other but kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides which means he has more practice in the courtroom Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. KLZ's personal injury attorney continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. It's that time of year we've made our resolutions for the new year, but how about for your pet? Have you made your Pawsolutions. Hey, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And now's the time to get your pet in for their annual physical. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they'll take a close look at your pet and compare findings with those of previous visits. Or if it's your first visit, this will get your new friend off on the right paw to a happy and healthy life. At these wellness exams, it's your opportunity to report on anything out of the ordinary that you may have noticed with your pet. Bringing your pet in for regular wellness exams and annual physicals can ward off serious illness and help to avoid those high medical bills later. Yes, your pet is depending on you this year to help them keep their Pawsolution. Regular checkups and annual physicals at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. You can also check out their great blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. This is Hal Van Herkey with Castlegate Knife and Tool. 
We are the largest specialty knife store in the Rockies, and we have been a family-owned and operated business since 2015. We're located just outside of Castle Rock, Colorado, and we are an easy drive from Denver and other surrounding areas. We proudly carry brands such as Microtech, White River, Medford, Heretic, Benchmade, Spartan, Kbor, and so much more. We also have a full room dedicated to all things camp and kitchen. Whatever your knife, blade, or tools might be, we have you covered. Check us out online at castlegate.com. Sign up for our newsletter and be sure to follow us on your favorite social platforms such as Facebook or Instagram. We are proud to be America's knife source. Be sure to stop by our store and check us out and bring your knife with you. We can sharpen just about any dull blade you might have. Until then, stay sharp and we look forward to seeing you at Castlegate Knife and Tool. Now's the time to get your vehicle into our friends at D&D Tire and take advantage of the Winter Car Care Package for only $44.95. You'll receive a lube, oil change, and filter. They'll top off all your fluids. Also included is a full visual inspection of your vehicle. And at D&D Tire, they care about your safety, so they'll rotate your tires and check your tread depth. They'll also inspect all the belts and hoses, again, for only $44.95. It's the Winter Car care package at D&D Tire. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora and one in Parker. D&D Tire is family owned and operated and they'll take care of your car like you're a member of the family. dndtireservice.com Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Glad to have our good friend Luke Wheel in studio. And if you've been following any social media on IHunt Colorado, uh, our page, many others, you have seen um, a lot of things here over these last couple of weeks with this Senate Bill 22-031. And um, this is going to be something that's coming up here February 3rd, 1.30 at the Senate Agricultural and Natural Resources Committee at the Capitol. And uh, Lou's going to kind of give us some information on this and what we need to do uh, to help fight this thing as far as with mountain lion hunting and bobcats. So first of all, Luke, welcome. Thanks, Scott. Good to see thanks, you again. Thanks man. for having me. You bet. All right. Man, it seems like we're – I tell you, these attacks, first of all, they're never going to stop, are they? No. From the left. No. <laughs> yeah. no. We're seeing a growing trend. I mean, this is – so – Behind a bill like this, Senate Bill 31, you've got a lot of national money being funneled into things like these these efforts. So you've got Humane Society, Defenders of Wildlife, Guardians, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and no, they're not going to stop. They've been attacking us at the commission level where they try uh, certain predator bans, trapping bans, things like that in the form of citizens' petitions where they approach the Wildlife Commission, the Parks and Wildlife Commission, mm-hmm. and, they, and they attempt to... Uh, to um, regulate or manage wildlife that way. And it's just activist, it's activism and it's, uh, it's an activist approach. And now we're seeing it at the legislature. So we've seen uh, our, our Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission, the, those are 11 appointees, governor appointees. We've seen them reject unanimously on multiple occasions um, these sorts of attacks. But now, in the form of legislation, these groups are, are trying to uh, manage wildlife through through what um, through social acceptability. Right. Um, but as we all know, wildlife management is extremely complex, mm-hmm. and that's why uh, the General Assembly itself, the legislature, has has empowered DNR and CPW to to manage our wildlife. 
in its in all its complexity, uh, whether those are predators or fish or birds right. or big game. Mm-hmm. It always seems like too. I mean, I noticed a couple of the people that um, put this bill together, uh, Boulder. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, where they're not affected, <laughs> right? With anything, you look at the wolf issue we had. I mean, so much of that came from areas where the you know these people aren't ranchers or different things. You know? No, and and they're unfamiliar with the with this sort of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. they're unfamiliar with wildlife, wildlife management, hunting, um, hunting, angling, trapping, etc. And so, yeah, what you have here is four sponsors on Senate Bill Thirty One. All of them are Democrats. Two on the Senate side and two on the house side so you've got um should i explain the process absolutely okay um so the bill was introduced on the first day of the session i i believe the first day of the, the legislative session january 12th i believe um and that's senate bill 22-031 the sponsor the primary sponsor on the bill is senator jaquez luez um who is also uh, the vice chair of the Senate Ag Committee. So that's where the bill is scheduled and calendared to be heard. That's on February 3rd, Thursday, February 3rd at 1.30 at the Capitol. Um, and then there's three other um, senators that have um, uh, sponsored, co-sponsored the bill. Okay. Um, that's uh, Senator Joan- Joanne Ganahl, um, I think, out of Fort Collins. And then on the House side, you've got... Uh, Representative Monica Duran, uh, House District 24. That's my that's my representative. Okay. Um, and then uh, um, Representative, um, uh, yeah, Monica Duran, Joanne Ganahl. I know. I'm trying to think of the other name myself. <laughs> uh, Amable, uh, Senator Amable. Um, yeah. So. That's it's going to be heard in Senate Ag, and there are five members of the Senate Ag uh, Committee. That's uh, chaired by Senator Kerry Donovan, um, vice chaired by Senator Jaquez Luez out of um, out of Boulder, and she she is the sponsor of this bill, so right. she'll be sitting on that committee. Um, so on the Democrat side, there are three Democrats, two Republicans. So you've got Senator Kerry Donovan, um, Senator Jaquez Luez. Um, Senator Rhonda Fields. So those are the three Democrats. And then you have two Republicans, Senator Jerry Sonnenberg and um, Senator Don Corum. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so our big push here is to try to get people to um, show up was the greatest thing, right? If they could show up at the Capitol on that February 30. A couple different things. We're trying to... um, get emails and phone calls personal emails work best from hunters and anglers and other conservation minded people who understand that wildlife management is quite complex so personal phone calls emails to that senate ag committee all five members um voicing your opposition to senate bill 31 and voicing your concern the it doesn't have to be complicated the message is simple it's that these things should not be legislated these people don't know what they're doing they don't know what they're messing with they're just trying to essentially stop the harvest Mm -hmm. that's all they're doing and and the complexity belongs with colorado parks and wildlife and the agency itself almost a thousand employees 250 or 280 biologists in the agency and these are people who know what they're doing um 
you know, they, they, a lot of them have PhDs. We're getting data from hunter-harvested mountain lions, which, mm-hmm. by the way, are all consumed in the state sure, of Colorado. Uh, and, and that's a narrative that these folks don't want you to believe, or, or don't they don't they don't highlight that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just call it trophy hunting, trophy hunting, trophy hunting. When really, we get a lot of data from these hunter-harvested lions, and we learn a lot about them. Um, and and uh, they they just don't want us to they don't want the the general public to know that right um, absolutely, and um, now we're, we I'm going to uh, get this list from Luke and uh, we will put this on our Sportsman of Colorado Facebook page that will give you all the list of the um, folks that we'd like for you to contact send an email to, and the email doesn't again have to be real complicated and you know it's not a deal where we want you to convolute the thing and just spewing anger or whatever it's just right. simply saying you oppose this. Right, and the message is this. It, 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 here's what you leave in a voicemail to your representatives or senators uh, or in your email. It's that you oppose Senate Bill 31 and that you um, and that you believe that Colorado Parks and Wildlife should have jurisdiction over wildlife management. Because to be honest with you, this is not even about mo- mountain lion, bobcats, and lynx. Um, although that's kind of been a, a real trigger for mm-hmm. sportsmen, um, it, it's not, you know, we're trying to stop what they're trying to do, generally speaking, which is to try and legislate wildlife management. Because when you when you when you go down that road, it gets ugly. They could do all sorts of things. Oh, after absolutely. This. Um, so it's not necessarily about the lion. It's not necessarily about bobcatting, bobcat hunting, or trapping or harvest. It's about wildlife manage- management and, and that management belonging with CPW. So that has to be our message. We oppose this because. Wildlife management does not belong in proposed legislation. Mm-hmm. Now, will like CPW, Dan Prince, does he get a chance to get up and no. say anything? So the agency can't say anything um, unless the governor takes a position, and he has not done that. So CPW and the agency, unfortunately, can't say anything about it. Um, they can't say anything. They can't present. Well, they could present data. So, for instance. Um, the the agency this is coming directly from the agency they've they've given us data where we have somewhere between 3,800 and 4,500 mountain lions in the state mm-hmm. um, that does not include their young we have they they try to harvest between 11 and 13 percent of those lions every year and again they know what they're doing I mean it's very complex another another good statistic is that over 40 percent of the lion population geographically is not hunted in in various wilderness areas or places that are that they're just simply not hunted so right. so we have a thriving uh, 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 lion population strictly speaking about lions we have a thriving population here in Colorado mm-hmm. and and um, potentially growing population of mountain lions and so w- when this when this sort of thing happens when you legislate wildlife management particularly in this case you will we will run into an issue where um, from an ag- agricultural perspective, that those those species would be removed from big game status, from having big game status, and so so uh, ag is is pretty upset with this because there would be no compensation uh, for livestock losses um, in that case. Right. Um, and, and conflicts would soar. You'd have human and pet conflicts soar, livestock sure. uh, conflicts soar. And in those cases, and this is, again, something that the sponsors of the bill do not realize, you would have um, uh, wildlife agencies, whether it's USDA Wildlife Services or CPW, they would have to destroy those animals, and those animals would not be consumed in that Mm -hmm. case. So that's one 
piece of the narrative that right. they're the, of the of the story that they're leaving out. Right. Yeah. And, I, and again, if you're just joining us, Luke Wheedle is our guest. I think people also don't understand. I mean, we just can't be out elk hunting and see a mountain lion and shoot it. I mean, there's a test kind of. I mean, you got got to get line verified, so to speak. For That's right. That, you know, you got to call in to see if the numbers have been taken out. Of, I mean, so this there is a, a, a real science behind the way it's currently done and managed, right? Correct. I mean, first of all, you have to complete your hunter safety, and everybody on this right. show knows that. But then, in addition, you have to buy, you have to be certified for the mountain lion hunt itself. So you have to have that mountain lion certification. Right. Oh, there's all sorts of um, checkpoints that mm-hmm. need to be taken care of. There's a lot of regulation um, surrounding it. And, and, and people may criticize certain aspects of it just based on what they've seen on some uh, Humane Society post about somebody shooting a lion out of a tree with hounds below it. But in, in reality, those hounds allow for effective, safe harvest of a lion. And, and without them, you would harvest very few lions. Sure. In addition, <laughs> yeah. you can select sex of a lion by treeing a lion. And so those hounds are actually necessary for, mm-hmm. for as, as, um, as, as a management tool. Um, one, one thing I, I, uh, I do want to point out if, if it's all right. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, there's been rumors going around that sponsors have dropped support of this bill and that has been, um, that, that, that has been vocalized by some of the sponsors. The problem is this, Scott, is that they can't do that until the bill is heard in the Senate ag committee. So you've got, You've got a, situ- a situation in which we need to email and call and show up and show that we support yep. wildlife management. I heard as late as yesterday, in, three of the four had kind of dropped support. Yeah. And so that that could get us where everybody goes, oh, we'll see there. There's no need me showing up or right, any riding I don't now. need to do anything. Yeah. That is not the case. Okay. There's all sorts of things that could happen with this. There's amendments that could be proposed. Let's play this out for a second. What if in What if they do an amendment to the bill that says we'll uh, take hounds out of the equation? And then that amended bill gets votes on and get, it gets voted on and it gets pushed through to the, to the broader Senate for a vote. Sure. I mean, there's all sorts of bad things that could happen here. Maybe somebody all of a sudden re, uh, re-examines her conscience and, and says, I'm going to support this. I am going to stay strong in my sponsorship of this bill, mm-hmm. my co-sponsorship. So we need sportsmen and sportswomen and fishermen and anglers and trappers and mm-hmm. conservationists and anybody who believes that the complexity of wildlife management belongs in the hands of the professionals, not activist, radical legislators. Right. Period. And again, we will put, I'll put this list on our Facebook page. And uh, please, please go on. Phone calls are great. Emails are great. And again, it doesn't have to be, a you know, 100 paragraphs. I mean, just simply mm-hmm. say that um that you would like this voted down and that you would like cpw and the the current way that it is for them to just be managed right correct so the the four sponsors of the bill need to receive personal phone calls and personal emails um that that's two senators on the senate side senator carrie donovan senator joanne ganahl on the house side it's representative monica duran and representative amabile those are the sponsors of the bill. And then that will be heard February 3rd, 1.30 at the Capitol, Senate Ag Committee. And so those five members, could I say them again? Or? Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> Senator, Ron, Senator Rhonda Fields, Senator Kerry Donovan, Senator Jaquez Luez, Senator Jerry Sonnenberg, and Senator Don Corum. That can all be found on the General Assembly website. You just click on legislators and you can find all of those folks. Mm-hmm. Here's a what is out there for the 
just and let's say people are on Facebook, a lot of sp- outdoorsmen, sportsmen wouldn't even know about this. You know, yeah. I mean, and I think that's part of uh, what can we do? Do you think? I mean, to keep more of these things out there and it keep our listeners educated on what's going on so they know what's one happening. of the things that is important to pay attention to is uh there's been various sportsmen uh organizations conservation organizations rmef mdf mff pheasants everybody that is in that world is able to kind of pull their resources together i'm s- strictly speaking about legislatively mm-hmm. here in 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 powwow or come together with this with this lobbying entity that has been formed it's been around for four years now five years now um called crwm coloradans for responsible wildlife management and if you're if your listeners visit um save the hunt colorado.com they can learn about a lot of this stuff in fact i think on that website there's a gofundme push to try and okay. help with this legislative session and this bill specifically um, that GoFundMe page is raising quite a bit of money for resources, for lobbyists, for educational purposes, because education is a huge component of this of this thing, of this movement, um, mm-hmm. to try and combat some of the misinformation that some of these legislators have. Because they're not bad people. They just don't understand just wildlife don't understand, management. Yeah. So if your listeners go to SaveTheHuntColorado.com, they can have access to these issues, the uh, specific legislator information. Um, information on the North American model of wildlife conservation. And, um, in, you know, in the immediate sense, that GoFundMe page, there's a link to donate to that. Right. Okay. Man, because like you said at the beginning of this, anytime we end up um, negotiating these things or we lose some ground here, that's ground we will never, ever, ever get back. I mean, you kind of take the spring bear hunt. I mean, you know, when that – uh, became and I mean you look at problems of bears and now they, like you say they get put down then and then nobody no reaps from that you right. know the outfitters the the towns where people come and spend money for hotels and the cafes and gas and all the different things like that I listened to a commission meeting I think it was in January January and don't don't quote me specifically on this but I'll give you the to paraphrase the basic facts there was a, there was reference to a, a game damage claim right with an ag producer or something like that with a black bear and as a result of that as a result of that one damage claim there were like 19 bears or something like that i don't know if that was exact but it was very close to that number 19 bears or something like that killed by wildlife services or cpw themselves such that uh to to sort of as a result of that game damage claim so you see these things are much more complicated and if you take hunter harvest out of the equation, CPW loses their ability to effectively manage our wildlife for the for the sake of wildlife. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, you're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more with Luke Weedle right after this. Now's the time to save at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Here are just a few of the discounts you will find: all fishing gear and sleeping bags, thirty percent off; all Sitka gear and packs, twenty-five percent off. Gun accessories, decoys, archery, selected optics, all 20% off. And if you've got some camping, hunting, fishing gear you want to turn into cash, take it to the Outdoorsman's Attic. Shop now, save now at the Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hampton in Sheridan. Family owned and operated. Great gear, great service, all at the Outdoorsman's Attic. 
Hi, this is Chris Kane with 303roofer.com. If you're looking to put on a new roof because of hail, give us a call at 303-390-1382. We'll give you a cash price, which means you'll most likely get to keep some of your insurance money instead of giving it to us. It's your money, we know that, and we'll price the work accordingly. So give us a call today, 303-390-1382, or go to our website, 303roofer.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Hey, Dan, you know our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer, you're an attorney, and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high-pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower, lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, Luke Weedle is our guest, and we are talking about what you have probably seen a lot on social media about this Senate Bill uh, 22-031 for the mountain lion hunting and uh, bobcat, and I guess lynx are involved in that mm-hmm. as well, Luke, right? And basically, um, these uh, folks that have sponsored this bill, the way I understand it, Luke, you can correct me if I'm wrong, 
I mean, I read one article in, I think, a Fort Collins paper where they said, you know, hey, we've tried to go through CPW to handle this over a few years with no success, so now we're going to try the legislature. That's, right. That's where they're... Well, and I'll tell you what, if we don't make a big showing on this, if we don't have a huge presence of, of hunters and anglers and anyone who cares about about CPW managing our wildlife, who believes in that, in mm-hmm. its complexity, if we don't have a big presence here and we don't have a, a very loud victory at the Capitol, um, th- then there's, you know, there's a chance that we could see this sort of thing on the ballot as sure. a ballot initiative. Um, that would be the next stop for these people. They just don't quit. Um, you know, they've been rejected by the professional uh, professionals at, at the Wildlife Commission level. Mm-hmm. Now they're going the legislative route. And like you said earlier, when you pour national money into this, because there's groups from all over, right, that'll donate to this. And, I mean, I always tell people, seems like they're well-funded, well-organized, and we better get that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we're going to lose Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could. They can funnel money in from all over the country, places where, you know, they 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 don't understand this sort of thing, and so they're they're pulling on people's heartstrings, and they're and they're and they're they're trying to um, manage wildlife essentially to what is socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, while that might have been possible 200 years ago, it is not today in a state with almost six million people. Uh, I've heard said before, one of the cruelest things you could do for wildlife is not manage them. Um, Because it's very complex. We have to manage our wildlife. Um, It's very, very complex. Right. And you look at the places where they've uh, taken away hunting. I mean, whether it's United States, Africa, wherever. I mean, it's destroyed Mm -hmm. animals. And, And, you know, I mean, I've probably said this on here before, but that but hunters and anglers should be very proud of what we have done in the last 150 years for wildlife in this state and in this nation. Um, we agreed to tax ourselves such that we, that's the only reason we have wildlife really in this country is because of the North American model of conservation. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, CPW is, is almost entirely, it's a self-funded or, or hunter funded, um, hunter and angler funded um uh, agency with almost a thousand employees Mm -hmm. they manage 960 species of wildlife only 80 of those species are game species so while we're paying the bill right it's hunter and angler funded mostly hunter funded um you know all sorts of other species are are benefiting from that sure 80 game species 960 total species 961 if you count wolves and so so that's uh that's a huge benefit to colorado's resources are those hunter dollars mm-hmm. now again if you're just joining us um february 3rd 1 30 at the capitol in front of the senate agricultural and natural resources committee um i guess this bill will be heard or will it be a vote at that time or they're just kind of hearing about yeah it? they'll vote on it uh, okay. they'll, they'll vote on it so those five senators of the, the members of the senate ag committee which need our emails and phone calls um they, they'll they'll vote on it in committee so if it if it gets a yes vote it will go to the broader senate if it gets a no vote it will die there's three democrats and two republicans so um we don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it's going to go, which is why we need people at the Capitol. Sure. And there is something about strength in numbers. I mean, these folks look out and there's 500 people there mm-hmm. versus 20. Yeah. Man. I mean, if, <laughs> if like 
21 people show up at the Capitol, we're going to look, it would be embarrassing for yeah. our community. And so I, I would suggest getting there early, um, you know, maybe even an hour early to start to show our presence. Mm-hmm. You could wear orange and camo. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you definitely want to be respectful. That's another thing to please, please be respectful in your communications to these legislators. They're not bad people. They don't understand wildlife management. But if you if you uh, if you attack them and sure. are rude and nasty, you're not doing our community any favors. Right. Um, and it never fails. Somebody writes a nasty, totally, uh, you know, unreasonable note to a to a senator or representative. And it, you know, you're just giving them ammo. Yeah. Now, what's kind of the, the format of this? I mean, do they say, OK, we're going to let 10 people speak about this for three minutes? I mean, how do those usually what do, it, what do they look like? Usually you'll get two or three minutes. Depends on the amount, uh, the number of people signed up to testify. And the ch- that's all up to the chair, and we don't know how that's going to go. So okay. because of COVID restrictions, there will only be a certain amount of people allowed in that room um, to testify. And, and, and maybe if there's enough people signed up for testimony, you they might uh, there be people in the hallways and, and in the lobby and that sort of thing. But as, as, as hunters and anglers and anyone else who wants to come it doesn't even matter if you hunt or fish or trap if you support this sort of thing which you really should because our wildlife is in the hands of a very capable agency um you know we just want people there whether you're in the lobby sure. or on the on the on the capitol lawn um you'll start see you'll see people you'll know where to go you'll see mm-hmm. people in orange and in camo and and uh we need people to show up. Yeah. And, and you, you may say, well, gosh, if I can't be in the room, what good is my presence? I'm telling you, having 500 people sitting out, standing out on they'll the be, lawn, yeah, they'll, be, they'll, they'll be noticed. Yeah, there'll be, yeah. New, be media around. There'll be people noticing there's other legislators there doing their normal good work. Uh, they're just they're, they're, they will notice us if we're there. Mm-hmm. If we're not there, they will also notice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if there's, like I said earlier, if there's you know 18 people at the Capitol, it's going to be a frustrating thing for for me and for all of us involved in this fight. Sure. And who are some of our groups that are kind of in with this that are helping with this? Well, uh, most principally is the is the lobbying entity, uh, which is CRWM, Coloradans for Wildlife uh, for Responsible Wildlife Management. Um, but that entity is the only entity um, uh, involved in the in the actual C four lobbying efforts at the Capitol. So we have okay. a couple lobbyists that that uh, we've retained. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I work with that group. I'm not on the board or anything like that. Dan Gates is the president of that mm-hmm. organization. Um, but that that they're the ones fighting the fight on behalf of all conservation groups, hunters, anglers, trappers, um, and, and fighting those uh, legislative issues at the Capitol. But but several of us have been involved in this fight. I mean, I've been on the phone for probably 100 hours in the last week and a half with yeah. everybody from Muley Fanatics to Mule Deer Foundation to TRCP to BHA to Pheasants Forever, RMEF, who I work, that's who pri- I primarily volunteer with and work mm-hmm. for. Um, but all of the groups are involved in this because it's simply bad policy. NWTF, I mean, you name it. Right. Yeah. They've absolutely. been they've been helping out, and this is uh, it needs to be a collaborative, collective effort, or we will lose. And moving forward, you know, the bad news is there's lots more of this stuff to come, uh-huh. and uh, uh, this would be a pretty good moment for us to come together. Sure. Absolutely. 
Again, this is February 3rd at 1.30, and uh, this is Senate Bill 22-031, and uh, we need your help. You, again, as Luke mentioned, you can go to SaveTheHuntColorado.com for some information as well. We will put this list of uh, folks we'd like for you to contact by phone and email, and uh, both wouldn't hurt. Um, that you can, uh, we'll put that on our Facebook page, Sportsman of Colorado Radio, and so you can get that information as well. Because, Luke, I'm telling you, man, if you just look at the way the country's going and, um, and just the political wave that's hit, I mean, you used to say, man, what's our country going to be like in 20 years? I mean, what's our country going to be like in two years? Yeah, I two mean, years you know, would be a good I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, it's scary, man. It is. And it, I mean, there's so much division and so much of a disconnect. And when we're talking about wildlife issues, um, you know, these issues aren't safe from any of that division at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's bec- the, the, the message of people who want to stop the harvest is, is so much easier to translate uh, to somebody in San Francisco or Miami or New York or Boston, right? It's, and so that message is easy for them to translate to somebody driving in the city who sees a billboard, sure. uh, you know, an attack on, on hunting or, or wildlife management. And so, but for us, and, and I believe we have a really authentic, true message of conservation and a mm-hmm. success story of the North American model of wildlife conservation. I mean, we should be proud of that. It's sure. just we need to preach it. We need to stand up for it. It's not enough for us to just worry about what tag we're going to draw next year. Those yeah. days are over with. Mm-hmm. And if and if and if and if you you know, I believe you don't even deserve those tags unless we're unless we're all doing something. We some of us can do more than others. Right. And people have busy lives. But if you like what you do and you believe in this tradition and you believe in responsible wildlife management and scientific wildlife management, you need to be doing something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, well, first of all, thank you for all you do. Cause like I say, I know you put in a lot of hours on this and try to keep us all informed. So we appreciate it again. It's Luke Weedle has been our guest folks. We need you there February the 3rd at one thirty, And, um, I'm certainly going to try to be there as well. And, uh, we just need you to show up, but if you can't do that, we for sure need every, every, you know what? I don't care how busy you are. Everybody can do this. Everybody can make a phone call. And Luke, we could probably contact all the people that we need to and send an email in 15, 20 minutes, right? Yeah, it doesn't I take mean. long. You just get their <laughs> voicemail and you say, I oppose Senate Bill 31. I believe in scientific wildlife management and the jurisdiction that CPW have has over wildlife management. I mean, it can be a broad statement. It doesn't have to be about lions, bobcats, or lynx and right. banning them, uh, banning harvest of those animals because it's a bigger picture. Sure. All right, Luke. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. You bet, Scott. Thanks. Again, be there for us February the 3rd. Be there for us. Be there for you. Hey. We need to band together and uh, make sure this gets voted down. Again, it's Senate Bill 22-031. Check out our Facebook page, Sportsman of Colorado Radio. We will put all the necessary information on there for the emails and phone numbers of the folks we'd like you to contact as well. I want to thank Mike Slinkard for being with us today as well with Hex and uh, Luke Weedle. So thank you for being with us as well. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next week.
opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.